Hello, Michael here from the RPG Academy podcast, and I'm interrupting your regularly scheduled show for a brief word about a Catacon, which is a tabletop gaming convention. This is our second year open to the public, and we are still quite small, but we do have some huge guests that are lined up to play games with us. And at a Catacon, that is our focus, playing games. A Catacon 2016 is happening in November on the 11th, 12th, and 13th at the Dayton Convention Center in Dayton, Ohio. However, if you want a badge, you need to check out the Kickstarter, which will go live in April. If you'd like more information or to keep up to date on any new Akatacon news, please check out our event page at facebook.com slash or on our website, therpgacademy.com slash I now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hi, this is Eric of the Gamers Table RPG Podcast, and you are listening to MFG Cast. Hey guys, Kurt here. Welcome to 2016 from us. Uh, we're going to start things off right. We have a fun little interview with one of our favorites. We've had him on some of our improvs. We've actually interviewed him before, but we're going to interview him again because we're so excited to be upon Battle Bards launching their premium tabletop audio coming up here February 1st. So we're excited to talk to Alex Jarzabinsi again. Alex, thanks for coming back on. Hey. Oh, no, man. It's great. Thanks so much. All oh, one of your favorites. Sweet. <laughs> exactly. You've, you've always been so nice to us, and it's always always great having you on, talking to you, and uh, having you on the improvs. Um, I've just talked, I actually have talked to a couple of people now that have told me that they're so excited about the improvs and how much they love them. So I'm excited to get you on for some more because it's just been so much fun doing it, just having overall silliness. So Anytime, man. It's such a blast. <laughs> and I got to keep that streak going of having you guys kill me uh, every <laughs> single time. So anytime, man. I think I'm going to have to start a running tote board on the website. Um, I'm going to go back and listen to the other ones just so I can have a running tote to see how how, how many times we've killed you. Maybe we can start, you know, we can do our own, like, uh, red shirt Star Trek thing where we see how many times you've been offed during improv, so. Love it. Yeah, um, that first time was rough. Uh, Like, four or five (laughs) characters, I think, in a row just kept getting killed. I must have that very killable personality, man. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Well, it it didn't help that we had a a very shifty uh, beholder that would just pretty much zap anybody at any time, so it's going to tend to happen. It is going to tend to happen with those <laughs> kind, you know. What are you going to do? Exactly. But we're not here to talk about that. We're going to we're here to talk about some Battle Bards Premium Audio. It's a culmination over years. Um, how how many years has it been? Wow, uh, since the predecessor, where uh, it was first known as Realm Sound Audio, which was just uh, kind of my friends and I here at the Orange County Gaming Group, just seeing if anybody was even interested in this. Uh, <laughs> three years, two, three years. It's been a really long time. Oh my god, it has been a long time. That is scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Since that was crazy. Yeah. So, so now you're coming close. Um, you've had you've had you know some some upgrades. You've had some some redos. You've you know you've upgraded the website. You've upgraded your look. You've uh, done quite a bit to make the audio as fantastic as it is and coming up so you know you know what happens when february 1st comes up and you're getting all these people come in and do you sit back you know pop a brew do you you know sit quietly in a corner and start crying you know what do you what you know how do you celebrate that oh my god a little bit of everything uh (laughs) i don't know man you know what popping a brew sounds genius i think i just might take you up on that uh it's gonna be maybe popping a brew and maybe some tums uh and just watching uh internet traffic to see how we're doing on that launch day because we have been building up so much to that uh and given like all the the delays but that's a good question man i I haven't really thought of it i haven't had a chance to uh Mm -hmm. it's been 12 to 14 hour days here Every wow. single day, weekends, nights, you name it. Uh, so mm-hmm. I don't even think I've had a chance to realize how is the first going to go. But, yeah, maybe I should stock up on some beers and then, like, <laughs> be on Twitter kind of, like, buzzed and drunk. And 
uh, let people tell me how they're liking audio or not liking it, and I'll just be like, whatever, man. Hey, you know, party. Um, but yeah, it's not a bad idea. We're gonna do an improv that day. I'll be, yeah, I'll probably be lit. Nice, nice. Uh, that's awesome. So. You know, last time we had you on, we kind of talked about specific some of the specifics of your job and stuff like that. But let's I want to I want to get people involved in knowing the inside stuff on as far as what you guys go through on a typical day. So, let's just say you, you know, you're looking for something. Let's actually let's go with uh you're looking for someone to do voice acting. So, you know, take take us through, you know, the process of, you know, finding the right person, you know, coaching them through, you know, how to, you know, sound like what you want them to sound and then how to add the, the background to that. Sure. No, great question, man. Um, and I think uh, the reason I love talking about this type of stuff, I think it really goes to show how seriously we take this and how many man hours goes into everything that uh, that we offer. Um, so one of the things to keep in mind, every single solitary track that we're going to have listed on BattleBards has to earn its way there. Uh, so it's, it's actually an audition process with a lot of talent that are competing for uh, very limited spots. So uh, in a case of a voiceover, so let's say I'm looking for um, Dwarven language, uh, some fantasy Dwarven language. So when I sit down uh, to create what's called the creative brief, um, I will crack open uh, the source material. I will open up uh, every book that I can find in D&D or Pathfinder or any other game that has that featured and start diving into like the, the society section where they talk about the culture. I'll go to movies, I'll go to video games and just look for any type of examples of that language. Um, and I will distill that into the creative brief as far as the intonation, um, the types of consonants, syllables, uh, the way that such language is delivered. Uh, and I will just paste that out into uh, the brief. And sometimes I'll also point talent to sources of inspiration. So like, for example, in order to show you and to, to illustrate what I'm looking for, this is kind of some of the places that I'm uh, getting this inspiration from. And then just kind of let the talent have a good measure of creative license. That's really important. You can't be too specific when it comes to this stuff because... Dwarven language, despite how much detail you can go into it, it's still a fantasy language. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, it, you know, telling you what does a dwarf talking in native Dwarven sound like is going to be different than what, it's, what I think it is. Um, so I let uh, talent kind of run loose, and we go back and forth for a good three weeks. Uh, so one of the reasons why it takes so long is I go back and forth with all the talent. Anything mm -hmm. from you know, managing 10 auditions to 50 uh, and just helping them uh, on an iterative basis fine-tune that audition. Uh, and then until we get to kind of a final list, and then we do some internal testing, we sh uh, show it to some veteran DMs, you know, what do you like and why? We distill mm -hmm. that further, and then we go with uh, the, the selection, probably even with some refinement notes after that. For example, hey, on the angry dwarven language, uh, the intonation is not quite there. Uh, we're either we're losing the dwarven side or we're losing the angry side. This is how we think that this needs to be adjusted, and keep processing that until we're super happy, and then uh, process that track for listing. So that's wild. It's uh, yeah. wild in the sense that there's just an insane amount of work. I've listened to every track in this catalog to an agonizing level of detail. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's excruciating, but uh, I think that's kind of why we get what we get. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So, you know, you're talking about creative license with, you know, with the talent that you're working with. Is it is it something that, you know, do you do you try to let them go off book if that's what they're, you know, what they're kind of feeling at the time or do you st stick to a straight schedule or you say, you know, this is exactly kind of this is kind of what we're looking for and we can't really strave off too much. Like you can add your own flavor to it, but we don't want you to get too off book. I would say it's like 50% 50, 50 of creative license. So I'll go, for example, with the language gig. I'll be like, okay, this is how I would expect the pronunciation or the uh, intonation of this language. And I'll give examples of a couple of made-up words that sound what I'm looking for. So dwarven, uh, a lot of the lower-sounding consonants, a lot of kind of the, the guttural, rough, but not so guttural that it leaks up to dwarven. There has to be some level of elegance there. So I will give some urashka, you know, this type of kind of some example for them to go off. But that's the extent that I'll take it. I'll say, like, so here's an example of the sound I'm looking for. Now run with it. Do you, some mm -hmm. of your own research, some of the stuff that I haven't covered, uh, and then give me what you got, and then we'll kind of take it on an iterative basis after that. 
So you've got your, you got, you know, we're doing this language, okay? And we're getting it from the talent. So where does it go from there? Is it something where you, you know, you take a look at it, you piece it by piece, and then you send it off to somebody else that does the music? Is that something that you guys do? Because I just, again, I just want to make sure that everybody kind of has a little bit of a detail. You know, it's not just, hey, I take this and I put this together and it's so easy, you know, because I'm, I'm sure a lot of people don't, a lot of people when they're listening to this, they don't, they're, they don't go, well, obviously it's, it's, you know, it's, it's hard, but it'd be not, it'd be nice to just a little more detail on that. Right. Yeah, sure. Uh, all the audio that we do is very modular. So, uh, where we try not to have dependence on, for example, if we're going to do a voiceover, uh, track or voiceover gigs, there's not going to be any music behind it. There's not going to be a soundscape behind it. So because we're going to be releasing that mixer, the battle Bards mixer, it is able to be plugged into a soundscape music, another voiceover, what have you. So we try to make it that open-ended where the specific audio that we're looking for is just that audio and that's it. Uh, so for example, for the language gig, it would be like, okay, I'm looking for five emotional states. Uh, angry, stubborn, arrogant, snide, and, and what have you. Those are the reads that we're kind of looking for with varying lengths. Uh, mm-hmm. And then that's it. That, as soon as we get those reads, that's the reads we want. We get those listed. And then let the GMs out there that are looking for audio, let their imaginations run wild on how they want to use it. Maybe they just want to use that audio. Maybe they want to use it uh, kind of halfway drowned out in the desert, desert wind soundscape as they're hearing a dwarf from far away trying to talk to a caravan master. Whatever it happens to be, it needs to be modular. It needs to be something that can be plugged in anywhere. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay, well, let's get it, let's get into the top of topic of the music that you guys and that you have. I'm sure you probably pull it from many artists. Oh yeah. But so when you when you're looking for that when you're looking for that kind of stuff is now even though the different pieces of music are different, are you looking for a certain key that links them all together, or is it something where you go, well, obviously this is going to be this is going to be something where I need this to be quite unique compared to the other music you may have. That's a good question, man. Um, when we're looking for what we call, uh, when we go to music, we're actually starting an album. So like, for example, the Elvin Dirge album. Uh, but no, yeah, man, you're, 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 you're really hitting the nail on the head. Maybe you should be audio director because you, you, really, <laughs> you really get this, which is, uh, I took me forever. Um, so yes, yeah, so there needs to be a level of commonality throughout the album. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for the lack of a better term, it needs to be Elvin. If it's an Elvin dirge, it all needs to have various elements that could be easily conveyed to an average gamer. Like, oh, I get this. I, I think these are elves is what I'm hearing. Kind of airy, wispy. Uh, uh, when it comes to male vocals, you're kind of looking somewhat on the higher end, on the female, somewhat on the higher end as far as some of the vocal work goes. But then each track to have a spot in the library needs to convey what I call gaming insight. And to some extent, they're going to have to be somewhat unique. So if I'm a GM and I'm looking through Elven Dirges, if everyone's exactly the same, I'm probably just going to buy the one. But mm-hmm. if, every, if everyone offers something slightly different, maybe a different nuance to how it's conveyed, different level of emotion, a different flow, a different soundscape in the background or something like that, then you can say, you know what? I could see purchasing these various uh, Elven Dirges because they offer something different in each one. And that's what mm-hmm. we're shooting for. Now, sometimes that's really tough for the artist because, you know, sometimes they're jockeying for different position. They're like, well, I want to be the most general out there because I'm assuming, you know, they're making assumptions on, on their part. Like, well, if it's the most general, then I'm going to be chosen because then they can sell this to almost any gamer. But at the same time, if everyone's general, you have stuff that sounds the same. So, yeah, it's, it's nuts, man. Uh, it's just kind of a lot of working with talent. It's like, okay, we choose this guy as, um, you know, we choose these groups as the ones that we want. But uh, we're going to have to change each one slightly to provide that, ga- that distinct gaming insight to each one. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. My, my goal is I want gamers to go in this library and be overwhelmed but not overwhelmed. It, like overwhelmed, mm-hmm. like oh my god, I don't know what to choose. So then the right answer is buy everything. <laughs> but you know, uh, that's that's the goal. But we'll we'll see. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it's 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 a lot of work. I think um, last we estimated each track um, or each sound effect package is about fifty to one hundred man hours. Wow. Uh, so that's crazy. That's it's nuts. And there's a lot more coming, guys. We have a <laughs> lot of audio coming. Uh, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> 
So when do you take a vacation? Vacation? <laughs> what <laughs> the hell is that word? Uh, I would really like to. Uh, um, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, just talking with you just brought a couple of questions to my head. Uh, number one is, um, it, it's kind of one of these filler questions that you kind of hear when people talk about uh, stuff that they've gone through 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 the years and stuff like that but what are some of the things that you've learned along the way that you're like i really wish i would have known that at the beginning (laughs) for sure i would say um a really good well-composed track is not necessarily going to cut it Mm -hmm. and that might sound kind of weird um Mm -hmm. i've heard some music that has blown my socks off and it's like it gives me the chills uh and it's something that I still can't extend a license to because mm-hmm. it doesn't convey gaming insight. So, for example, if we're doing an Elven Dirge and it's just a beautiful ballad, that's nice. I might want to hear that on the car on my way to Jack in the Box or something. But is that something that a GM is going to be able to hear and say, yes, okay, this can have a spot in an Elven city or an Elven-related scene in gaming? And if the answer is no... Uh, I just can't extend a license to that. And I wish I would have known that sooner. That would have made uh, the beginning process a lot easier because I mm-hmm. really wrestled with this for a long, long time. And it wasn't until I made that clear and made that stance that things kind of flowed a little easier. Yeah, that's perfect. Here's something that maybe you don't want to talk about, but I'm going to talk about make you talk about it anyway. Sure. So what's what's the least exciting thing about your job? Uh, the administrative part, yeah, the, <laughs> the logistics, uh, contracting, and d- sending the refinement notes back and forth. But uh, we did recently kind of hire an assistant, which is she's great. Her uh, she her name is Rishmi. Thank you, Rishmi. Uh, really took a lot of that dredge stuff out, and I'm sorry that it's just the crap work, but uh, it has to get done. I've been doing it for a very long time. Um, yeah, that's that's excruciating. Just uh, you know. Did you sign the contract right? Okay, you didn't. Let's go back and clean that up. And yeah, that, that gets bad. I, I would say, though, the other part of my job that I detest uh, is not awarding licenses to talent that works really hard. Mm. Um, and that sucks because, you know, I've, I've worked with uh, and I've spoken to a lot of other producers and they're like, well, that's just the name of the game. If they're professionals, they know that. It still hurts, though. I, I hate, yeah. I hate, hate doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see an artist that has, like, version 15. Because they're really hungry for it. They really want to go for it. And then to say, you know, at the end of the day, hey, um, you know, maybe next time or we'll have to talk later. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I really hate that. Yeah, yeah. I would too. It's it's way easier to say yes to everybody than it is to say no. Right. And, and I'd almost be tempted to say, okay, sure, let's put it up. And then it might not do so well. But um, because of how we're structuring Battle Bards, because it is supposed to be this destination for premium audio, we just can't. Uh, you know, we, we're trying to cultivate a brand or a company where a GM will feel safe coming to our site, where they know everything there has been vetted. It's got the Battle Bard stamp of approval. It is gaming gold. And to keep that, unfortunately, um, you have to have some artists mad at you. <laughs> and yep. I, I hate it. I, I'm, I'm that type of person, Kurt, who like wants everyone to like them. And that is not a good quality for this job <laughs> position. Uh, that is really not a good quality for someone in my shoes, but there it is. Yeah, no, that's just that's just the way it works. I, this, I don't. I'm not even trying to compare it or anything like that. But I, my day job is working in retail, and during the Christmas time, it, it's rough because I'm I'm one of these people too where I would rather just be like, I, I wish I had it for you, you know, but I don't. It's Christmas. That it's gonna happen. You know, things are not gonna be here. I'm gonna have to tell you no. So, yeah. So I definitely know. And even working with this podcast, you know, it's 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 hard to say no to people that, especially people that have worked hard at what they do or what you know, what they're looking for. So, so any artists out there listening, um, you guys can be super talented. I love working with talent. It's one of my favorite things to do. If you're really if you're really excited about making audio and gaming audio, oh my God, then you're my favorite person in the world. But just know if you don't get an offer or, um, and whether it's BattleBards or somewhere else, by the way, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with your level of professionalism, has nothing to do with your talent. Sometimes it just comes down to these little, little things. 
um, that someone like me in my position who's trying to fit a very specific need just doesn't quite line up. So um, be kind to the producers out there that you're working with, please. We're not trying to waste your time or work. Um, that's just kind of how things go sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's and that's a good that's a good lesson for life. You know, I mean, even working with this podcast and you know trying to get a hold of you know different people and stuff like that. Be ready to get your heart broken. It's going to happen. But you know what? It's not a big deal because just around the corner is going to be that next thing that's going to be worthwhile. So, And, you know. and to, to keep that tip train going, I will say that at the end of a gig, um, what makes me more excited to listen to a talent on the next go around is when that talent congratulates the other guy or they know like you know what that one that was those those that were chosen were exceptional they were really really well done i've learned something and i can't wait for the next one that's the talent that i'm going to listen to on the next go around because that's someone who's professional they know what they're doing they're trying to improve and those are among the first i listen to to be mm-hmm. completely honest on the next go around so again uh you can apply that to anything that you do going forward have a positive attitude understand that some things are out of your control and you're going to impress the person sitting on the other side enough that it's just going to help you yep exactly um that brings me to another question starting from you know from the beginning until you've come to this place now what are some of the things that have surprised you that you didn't think were going to happen when you started this venture and you were just like wow this this turned out to be quite the quite, quite the pleasantry yeah when when we first started with realm sound which was us just a bunch of folks at the orange county gaming group saying does anyone care about audio and gaming i thought it was going to be this really small group of ultra hardcore gamers that were going to support us and it turns out when we kind of struck a nerve and we were getting all these emails and messages from people all over that wanted to use audio in a lot of varying different ways from the ultra hardcore to like, hey, do you guys just have a, a forest soundscape that I could use? Um, it kind of really helped me realize, wow, there's a lot of people that are really interested in audio that's specifically created for gaming. Uh, I, I think it was just realizing that this seems to be a lot larger than we thought it was, which was a mm-hmm. really pleasant surprise. Nice. That's awesome. So at, in the beginning, did you take any of this audio and take it to gaming groups and say, you know, like the proverbial, you know, band before they make it, selling it out of the back of their truck saying, hey, let's try this and see how this works out with your group. That's exactly what Realm Sound was. It was just this group of like you know dedicated uh, uh, gamers that wanted to give us a shot, and they were the ones that just got that audio going forward getting a bunch of feedback what did you guys like what you didn't okay the soundscapes were too short initially all right cool uh the music was great uh make sure that the music stays specific to gaming and just getting all that feedback uh and they were really cool about it i i love our first kickstarter backers if it wasn't for nice. them you could argue we would not be here today so yeah uh thanks guys <laughs> uh seriously no um yeah so it was really um and, and in fact it's not just during realm sound we actively work with uh, veteran GMs as we continue to produce audio. What do you like? What do you don't? How are you using it? My favorite thing is to look over the shoulder or just be invited to a game from a GM that's using some of our audio. I just want to see how they're using it. Just the way it, because I use it a certain way doesn't mean that they do. And we, mm-hmm. we get all this feedback and it goes not just in the audio we're making but the tools, the soundboard, the mixer. It's really important that we get feedback from GMs to see how the audio is used, not just what it's used. But I also track what's our most popular tracks. So for those of you out there interested, um, most popular tracks are music, uh, and a close second is our soundscapes. Music's are, our music tracks really seem to kill it, um, and with soundscapes coming in a close second. But then again, you've got uh, voiceovers, which are kind of really up there, but it's like music sound, soundscapes voiceovers. But in my opinion, I think voiceovers will get more popular when people understand how to use them. Uh, mm-hmm. in a game setting because right now I'll speak to most DMs and they're like I don't get it how are you going to use voiceovers in D&D like I, you don't know what I'm going to want to say I'm like no 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 you don't get it it's NPC you know popular NPC introductions mm-hmm. it's adding a little bit of flavor and context to the most common NPC interactions in game here's a couple files give it a shot let me know what you think and then after it's like oh my god how many more do you have I'm like, right, well, <laughs> a yeah. lot yeah, <laughs> a yeah lot. exactly it, yeah it makes it makes it makes their work a lot easier, which you know, which you know, they don't really think of that much because they're, you know, we we come from you know, older generation, you know, thirties, and you know, I'm in my later thirties, you know, but um, you know, back in back then, you 
you described everything. You know, you had it written down on a piece of paper way beforehand. Or if you didn't, just something you kind of came up on the fly and you wanted to all do that. You know, and that, that was a lot of people. Where now we're at the day and age of, you know, this is why we're talking right now, where you can use more of internet-based stuff. You can use sound clips from, you know, you, your guys' great audio and stuff like that and just throw it in there instead of being like, okay, this is what my guy is going, this is what my bartender is going to sound like. Well, instead of trying to do a silly voice that you may suck at, you can throw in this professional person that knows what they're doing and throw it in there and just be like, hit play on your computer, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, you're out. And then they play it out after that, and you can just add your stuff in after in between. So spot on, dude. Can you can you record our ads, Kurt? <laughs> just you're just getting it, man. No, yeah, no, that is that is spot on. Um, and you know, talking to some of the older generation GMs like yourself, myself, I'm also in my mid thirties. You know, some of the some sometimes some of the criticism that we get is like, well, games like D and D and Pathfinder, what have you, are imagination based games, and that's that type of audio detracts from imagination. And I'm like, I completely disagree. Um, mm. I, I do agree that D&D and, game, and uh, tabletop role-playing games are imagination-based, but audio, I think, is a tool like any other mm-hmm. um, to help augment that. So I could <clears throat> give you my god-awful dwarven voice, which you guys have heard on the improv shows. <laughs> uh, I could do that, or I could have someone who gets paid buco bucks to do a really good job of it. That's that's it. That spurs the imagination a lot more when it's delivered in such a great way. Uh, uh, very similarly, if, there, if, if there's a combat, you know, I could say, and the mage winds up to you know, coalesce fire within his hands and throw it exploding into an apocalypse of fire, I could still do that. I could also just click play and hear it mm-hmm. and then see the expression on my player's face when they can almost feel the fire because it's 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 heard in such a great level of detail in this audio again that's that's just augmenting the imaginative the the imaginative experience Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of my counter so i say you know what i am fully fully in your camp um nothing can detract from the importance of imagination here's a tool to make Mm -hmm. it even more vivid yeah yeah exactly that's that's the perfect comment that was something i was just going to add in there too you know it's just yeah you just you can't it can't take away from it it can only enhance it because it's you know it's it's like it's like watching a movie you know and you 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 know like say a fantasy movie where you know you have this little kid that just dreams big and then it comes to life you know and just to see the look on that kid's face when it actually does and you know and those movies are in a book or whatever you know it's like so you're basically you're just adding adding a couple more things to that that make it just that more spectacular so and the the voiceovers is a great example, right? I mean, how mm-hmm. often in a game does uh, going to an NPC like an armorer or a weaponsmith just become accounting? And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, a party rolls into a town. Uh, hey, guys, I, I need to hit up the local potion maker, restock on healing potions. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Just go to the DMG and, and, and pull out what you need. You could still do that. Or if you just want to feel like adding a little bit of spice, with no extra effort, you could scroll down to our dozen-plus uh, potion maker uh, um, voiceover clips that each have its own nuance and flavor and background. Just hit play, and a pro gives you that whole intro that you could either then decide to keep running on or just say, okay, there, that's the potion maker. What do you want to buy? And that makes even these otherwise humdrum moments mm-hmm. makes it interesting, makes it a little more immersive, makes it a little bit mm-hmm. more exciting. Um, and I think that's the real power of voiceover, the way that we have uh, conceptualized it at BattleBards. Mm-hmm, for sure, and it and it adds a, a you know it adds a little more to it that could draw it out. You know, you were kind of saying that, but I just wanted to elaborate a little bit too. Where like, you know, you you know, again going back to the whole age thing, and you know we're we're you know we have these real time we have these real life jobs we've got family life we've got other stuff we have trying to have our own lives you know that kind of thing and you know you don't have as much time to do all these you know write-ups and imagination and stuff like that where you know if you use the battle bards audio and stuff like that even just that 30 seconds again just adds a little bit more to it can get more gameplay and then it makes and then it helps you do a little less work if that you know and then it, it can make the experience better and broader and you're not just having, you know, 
just a few things that you've already planned out, it, it can, you know, broaden the experience. So. Yeah, case in point, for those of you out there that are old school like me, I don't know if you guys remember a software tool called eTools from CodeMonkey, oh, nice. uh, where there's like uh, automatic NPC generators, which in 3.5 was a huge, huge help. It's, it's literally the same thing, but with audio. Mm-hmm. So exactly what nice. Kurt was saying, instead of, if you don't have time to prep and you do want to kind of uh, get, have most of the major NPCs have a little level of, uh, of color and flavor, you don't have to do it if you don't have time to prep. And if you're our age, you don't have time to prep. <laughs> you could just fire one off out of nowhere, boom, now you've got a fully fleshed out NPC, which you can then simply take the, the audio cues of who they are and run with it going forward. You didn't mm-hmm. even have to make an NPC. Yeah, perfect. Um, so I, we've talked a lot about the music and how to use it and stuff like that. We've Last time we talked to you and Mike, which was quite a bit, of a, bit ago, people might, ha- might have forgotten um, the tools that you guys have your, um, to put all this together. So why don't you tell everybody about how they would use that to make their, you know, to put everything together to make this not just this this tavern player talking or, or this um, music just at the end. You know, how can how do you guys use your tools to make this come to life? Sure. So yeah, it, it, and that's a super important point. Um, having top top level audio really is only half of the formula. It's the tools needed to actually make using them practical. Uh, I, I've been using uh, audio in my games for 15 years, and I got to say, managing various media players or a tablet and a laptop here, you can't do it. I mean, you could, but all that little extra work and all those delays makes the energy drop at the table in an unsatisfying way. You just it, it kills the moment when you're waiting for a file to load and everyone's just sitting waiting for you to play something. No, no, that's not going to work out. So um, we worked really, really hard at Battle Bars. We've got a lot of uh, professional GM experience that helped us come up with the soundboard, which is a GM's command and control console of everything audio. So whether you're on your tablet or or laptop, what have you, um, it's organized in modular playlists, which you set up yourself. So, Kurt, you could have your uh, music playlist. You could have a Dwarven music playlist. You could have Session 35 playlist. Anything you want, music, sound effects, voiceovers, you put all the audio into these columns and playlists, and then when you bring up your sound, soundboard, you decide which play li- playlist or playlists that you want access to right then and there. And as the scene comes up, you just play, play, press play. You can press play multiple times and have tracks play on top of each other so you don't have to mm-hmm. close one and start one again. It's right there on the screen, ready to go on a moment's notice, all the audio that you could want. If you need another playlist really quick, we've spent a lot of time making sure that playlists get brought up very fast. So all of a sudden, your players throw you a curveball. Crap, I need a draconic uh, voiceover right now. Boom, draconic voiceover playlist. Bam, there it is. All right there as, as, uh, as quickly as possible. So we have various ways of, uh, of searching. You could either search in keywords. You could have your list on the side. You, We, we have gone through great pains to make sure that all the auto you have is at your fingertips as close as humanly possible and as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. So that's the soundboard. The mixer is a way to take all the audio that you're purchasing on BattleBards and make a whole universe out of it. So a fireball spell can become Siege Engine. It can become different variations of fireball. It can become a simple explosion because the mixer lets you crop and add layers to a track that... That, that, that it didn't come with it. So, for example, fireball, our, our fireball spell has three phases. The wind-up, the materialization of the spell, and the explosion. You could say, you know what? I don't want the wind-up. I want the sound of what sounds like a siege engine fire pot hitting, uh, striking a wall and then making that wall come down. You could literally set that up in 10 seconds. So what you do mm-hmm. is you crop fireball to take out the wind-up. You've got the materialization, the explosion. You bring in our crumbling tower sound effect at the end. All click and drag. You uh, send that out to our server. They will make a new file for you. Then all you have to do is hit play, and you've got this whole mixed uh, audio track that you just custom uh, built ready to go. So super quick. Probably not something that I would do while playing games because that's mm-hmm. going to take a little while. But yeah. the fact that you get so much more mileage from purchasing BattleBots audio because of the mixer, you could have... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a strong wind in the uh, fort soundscape. You could do, um, you know, while orcs are marching in the background, you can overlay a music track on it. I mean, it's ridiculous. You could just mm-hmm. do almost anything you want. 
uh, with this audio, and, and that's where the mixer comes in. So uh, yeah. the, the tools, the tools are, are super important, especially for someone who has had one too many Geico commercials interrupt uh, my game because <laughs> of freaking YouTube. Uh, so, yeah, I am done with that. Yeah, that, that's perfect. I and, and I totally am on board with the whole mixer soundboard thing. I mean, it's it's great to have that fluid motion of music, sound effects, and uh, what have you to really give yourself an experience because um, just e- even in editing, editing this podcast and, you know, doing stuff for the podcast, you know, a lot of people that don't work with audio don't realize how much of a pain in the ass it is to get everything you want succinct and perfect, you know, because you have to overlay so many things. So it's nice to have that soundboard there where you can just plug in a couple of things, mix it together where it turns into this one perfect file that you want for that one perfect moment. And it just makes that experience more palpable and, and wonderful. Yeah. And I want this to be clear, guys, you don't need to be an audio engineer to use our tools. Mm -hmm. It has been, I think a year that we've been spending on design to make sure it is intuitive, intuitive, intuitive. If you can click and drag, you could use everything we have like a pro. You mm-hmm. don't need to know anything about anything. I'm so we're probably going to put together some videos just to make sure that mm-hmm. uh, it's it's as clear as possible. But um, please don't be intimidated. Uh, it, whether it's using audio and gaming at all or our tools, I, I can't stress enough just how insanely easy it is going to be to use. So, and you've got me, guys. I am making myself available to all of the listeners of MFG Cast. Reach out to me. Let me know if you have any problems. I will get back to you. If I, if I conceivably can, I will. So um, this, this is definitely la- la- labor of love, and I want you guys to use it. So uh, uh, please, please do. Nice. Perfect. Well, speaking of the whole listenership for the MFG cast, and uh, one of the other reasons why we're here is that we want to... We want to get this audio into your hands, people, or onto your computer, I should say, or onto your tablet, um, or onto your phone, wherever you may be using it. So we are working with Balabards to bring you that audio. But not only are we um, there to bring you that audio, we're also we're also here to give you a little something extra for being wonderful compatriots of this podcast and. Um, more or less, we're really we're really striving to bring battle bars to the forefront because you know I've worked quite a bit uh, now with Alex and Ken and Mike to um, you know you know help them on this journey and it's it's been really uh, it's been really a blast to see how far they've come and uh, so we want to bring that to you. So what we're going to be doing is with uh, with the podcast here. We're going to be uh, trying to bring you that audio, but also get, give you a little something else too. So when BattleBards.com, the audio actually launches on February first, we're gonna send you. We're gonna um, send you with some coupons here, but but it's going towards packages here. Okay, so you got to spend a little bit to get a little bit. Um, but we also, you know, it's one of those things where. We're not trying to. We're not trying to swindle you into anything. You know, we're just. We want to get this audio into your hands. Or I don't know why I say. I keep saying that, but you know, on your computer. You know, in your game groups and stuff like that. Because we believe uh, wholeheartedly how well this how well this audio has worked. I mean, you've heard it on our podcast. You've heard it on God's Falls D and D five edition uh, fifth edition podcast. You've heard it on the How We Roll podcast. Uh, you know how good this audio is, so we want to we want to implore you to you know really go out there and um, get this audio. But also we have a special for our for our um, podcast listener. So so basically, go to battlebuyers.com, sign up for an account. Okay, with your ten dollar and twenty five dollar packages, you get one bonus track. Okay, with uh, the code MFGCast one. You'd be getting the Dwarf Temple Soul Forging score. Also, if you if you use uh, the code MFGCast two when buying the fifty dollar and hundred dollar packages, you get a bonus of five tracks. Okay, you will get Monsterscapes. You'll get the I Monster Combat. 
plus the Behold Extermination. You'll also get the soundscape of the Dungeon, Dungeon of Loss, Inhabited. Also, you'll get the MPC script, Armorsmith, Steel, and Silk. Now, 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 step away from the smelly little street urchin. Ah, good day to you, my fine fellow. You are right to ogle these armors, my shrewd potential customer. And lastly, you'll get the sound effect shortbow arrow barrage. So basically, you're getting a half. You're basically giving getting a half an album of music for free for signing up with that code. And then lastly, if you sign up for the hundred and fifty dollar and three hundred dollar packages, which seems like a bit of money, but just think of what you're going to be getting here. Okay. You're going to be getting pretty much almost everything in the Battle Bars library. But also, you're going to be getting 10 total tracks with a code MFGCast3, which is basically a full album. Okay, So you'll be getting the music of Dark Elf City, Morning Doer. Did I say that right? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I just never know if I'm, I'm ever saying this stuff right. But um, You'll also get the sound effect of the magic, missile, the magic missile spell, which I've used quite a bit, which is awesome. You'll get the monsterscape of the common giant torture and hill giant entertaining at home. You'll also be getting the racial language orcish, orc brute lashes out. And lastly, you'll be getting the soundscape of castle ruins, ruins of the black castle at night. So you're getting 10 bonus tracks for using the code MFGCast3 for the $150 and $300 packages. So you're getting quite a deal here, folks. Um, but it's it's not all about getting these coupons, okay? I know that it it sounds you know it sounds like I'm you know trying to be like, oh you get all this free stuff, but you know we're what we're doing here more folks is we're trying to get battle bards into your homes because we believe in it. There's a lot of other people who believe in it. It's been wonderful to listen to it and be a part of it just because, you know, you know, growing up you you know, you read these books and you watch these movies and you and you you want that kind of stuff to come kinda of to life, you know, on your terms and in your real life and stuff like that. And with with this music, you can use that, you know. We've you know, we've used it for the podcast. Um it it's it's been uh, really fun. It, it feels like a kid in a candy store where it's like, okay, well, you know, what kind of tracker am I going to put on now when, you know, you know, when, you know, uh, someone's going to be storming the castle, you know, what can I use? And, um, one of the other things that we've, I, I can't remember if we talked about last time we talked with you, but I know we've been active on Twitter talking about it, but you don't always have to use this music and sound effects for role playing. You can use it for your regular board gaming. You know, say right now uh, the board game Blood Rage is is all the rage to really have a bad pun about it. But and they've got all these awesome minis and stuff like that. Well, as you're playing this game, you can have this music in the background. You know, say you're you know you're a uh, you know attacking your orc against a wizard or something like that. You can use those sound effects for like spells or you know or. Um, arrows you know there's all kinds of ways you can use this stuff you know um again talking about this podcast you know even when we're just doing silly stuff like our improvs or you know or i'm doing you know i'm doing a commercial for something else you know i can take that audio take a little bit of it and go like wow that actually sounds like something i could use in you know this setting where it has nothing to do with uh, tabletop vision at all. It's just one of those things where I can take that and use it in in those kind of things. So it's it's awesome 
that you can use all of this all this audio and not just use it pertaining to one thing. And so, you know, that's I'll stop my gushing. It's just it's just one of those things where it's, I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows. And we, you know, we again we've talked about it before. We talk about it on Twitter, but we really want to get this through to you that that you know if you're really looking for some great fantasy audio, that this is the place that you should go. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, and I don't want anyone to think like we're hawking merchandise. I mean, we're we're gamers. We're not really hardcore business crazy guys. We're we, we love what we're doing. Um, we're doing it to be selfish about it. We're doing it because I, I like to use it in my games, and I figured, well, um, what a great way to always have more audio to make if other people like it too, and we can turn around and give that money to artists to make more. Um, that's really kind of it. Um, but And the reason that we, we made this offer to MFGCast and at these various levels was really just to try to be like, look, if you're going to get anything at all, whether that's just a couple of sound effects or you want a ton of tracks and your money goes pretty far with us it's really like well let's just give you something for free let's just really really put our money where our mouth is we're going to give you stuff that cost us uh, a great deal to do but we're going to give it as much as we can for free so we can kind of prove to you um, that this really helps the gaming experience because that's really what this is all about um, our hope as Battle Bards is that this becomes popular enough or this becomes interesting enough to a lot of people to just always give you guys more to then just take all those all that resource to take all that interest and then turn around and go to artists and say guess what guys we're gonna have another 50 albums you know we're just gonna turn right around and give the gaming community even more um that's really our our mission um and that's kind of why we're very thankful to work with mfg cast um to try to get some people to check us out and have some free stuff on us and please use it at your gaming table and let us know what you like and what you don't and we will adjust we will do what we can. And I, I like that comment that you made about, about wanting to make more. You know, that I, I like that, you know, it doesn't just stop here. You know, it doesn't just go, okay, well, we've got these predetermined amount of tracks. Um, we're good to go. You know, you're, you're willing to say, you know what, if you guys like this enough, we're going to try to work to make more. We want, you know, of course you want to build your build your company you know you want it's a it's a labor of love of course you want to you want it to be as as successful as possible but also you know you're willing to reward the fans for you know being on board yeah so you know if we can make a good go of this man i would be the first to go on twitter and be like all right everyone new survey what do you want tell me just just go out on the rails and tell me what you want you want gnome death throws you want you know a whole album on ice spells oh my god that would just be uh colossal that would be amazing to do and then just run that through internal focus groups talk to some of the gamers get their inputs on what they want and why and just throw all that money at that and um you know whatever you guys are using at the table that this is what we mm-hmm. want to do perfect perfect so where does battle bards go from here well, where does it go from here? So it goes launch day first. <laughs> uh, hopefully we have a pretty solid launch day. So um, we are thinking about expanding our catalog beyond fantasy. Now, no matter what, as you said, Kirk, this is something that will just keep going and going. So even if we do bring on another catalog, like, for instance, maybe a sci-fi catalog, fantasy will always be added to, no matter how many catalogs we add. I don't know how I'm going to do the work, but it will be done somehow. <laughs> um, and so that's something that we're, we're considering right now is for those people that love, the, for example, the Fantasy Flight Star Wars game, uh, Age of Rebellion, Edge of the Empire, and so on, um, and some of the Star Trek games out there, we're thinking of starting to expand our catalog, so that's something that we're considering. As far as some of the new audio for the Fantasy catalog that people could be expecting, oh my goodness, do we have some amazing stuff <laughs> that's going to hit. For you swashbuckling types, we're going to have an Ocean Voyage soundscape, we have Pirate Taverns uh, music, um, we have um, some kind of great city, like um, like picture in Lord of the Rings, that opening shot of um, Gondor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, very grand music to, to overlay on the introduction of a big city. We have a lot of great, great stuff coming. So what's in store for us? A lot more fantasies in the pipeline uh, and per- the, perhaps uh, the expansion into the sci-fi genre. Nice. Awesome. That's what we like to hear. Everyone keeps talking about we want sci-fi from you. So hopefully, hopefully when that comes out, hopefully when it comes out, I'm gonna say when it comes out because 
I have, a, I, have a, I have a feeling it's going to go just fine. So. Oh, man, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> no, yeah, we got some pretty cool sci-fi stuff in the pipe that we're really excited to show you guys. So we did go out on a limb, like just like you were assuming, Kirk. We're kind of hoping more on the when instead of the <laughs> if. Uh, so we actually took the liberty of sourcing some already, and it is awesome. Nice. If I do say so myself, talent really went out on that one. So, uh, oh, my God, I get the chills on some of these. <laughs> oh, I'll, just, I'll just say, just because I'm so super excited, um, so some of the stuff that we uh, that we sourced early are um, music score for a massive fleet engagement. Like think of when Battlestar Galactica is being attacked by the Cylons, or like the big fight at the end of DS Nine. These massive Titanic fleet fights. Uh, musical score for that. Starfighter, Starfighter sound effects. So laser cannons, torpedoes, explosions, that that type of stuff. And just like we coined uh, Monsterscape which is kind of really featuring a monster in a track, we are going to be starting something called Shipscapes, which is featuring a particular class of ship being on the bridge, for instance, uh, of being on the, uh, for example, on a capital ship, on an escort frigate, on a corvette, on a starfighter, and so on. So uh, you got some of those in the pipe. We're really excited to show you guys what we got. Show you guys we could do sci-fi just like we can do fantasy. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm excited about it. You just told me a few things, and that wasn't very much, but it still looks it's exciting. That's great. That's great. Well, as always, like to thank you, Alex, for coming on and being so wonderful. Big shout out to you and everybody that works at Battle Bar. It's just, I want to give another big shout out to Ken. Haven't officially seen the man, but talk to him through emails all the time. He is a great person. Um, so it's been great to talk to him too. You guys have been nothing but wonderful people. So it's just go out February 1st. You can even look beforehand because they still have a website. Check out everything that they're, that they're working toward. But February 1st, get there. Get some audio. Get out there. Get to your gaming groups. Show people what you can do with it because, believe me, it's going to make things that much more great. Uh, just just to add to that, look, um, we're, we have a preview option on all of our audio. If you're not sure, you, maybe this isn't for you, go to the site, check us out, listen to some of our stuff, see what we have to offer. We also have stuff on SoundCloud you can check out. Then if you're interested, talk to Kurt, see if he can get those codes. And then if, if you're going to buy something, you might as well get some stuff for free because I don't know how long we're going to be able to give stuff away for free just because it, it, it's a direct cost to us. But mm-hmm. we're going to now. Okay. So Kurt, Kurt is your guy. If you listen to some stuff that you like, go bother him and say, uh, you still got those codes available? Because I want. Uh, he's going to be the guy to go to. That's right. That's right. Yep. That for sure. You know, like you've heard it here first, but I will uh, personally put it out there. Find me on, find us on Twitter. I run the Twitter account. Go to mfgcast3 at gmail.com. Send us your emails. If you have any questions on anything, let us know. We want to get that out there and get you those free tracks, but also to get you that great audio. So, again, Alex, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, man. Love it. Anytime. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network, bringing you the geek.